0: Good morning. Let's open today in prayer, shall we? Lord, I want to thank you for your love and your guidance. Thank you for leading us and guiding us throughout our week, bringing us back together again this week. Thank you that you watch over us. You protect us. You go out before us and help us in our work and help us in our families and help us in our homes and help us with our finances and I just want to say thank you Lord thank you for lifting us up and helping us to get through everything that we are going through and walking through and that you are with us in that I thank you Lord for this message that you're bringing that you've put on my heart to bring to the people today and I pray Lord God that every word from my mouth would be ordained by you and if I should even attempt to speak anything you do not want me to speak Lord God muzzle my mouth that I would not sin against you Holy Spirit we ask you to come and help this help us to prepare our hearts go into the soil of our hearts and prepare us for the word that I am bringing that you have set forth into my mouth and help us to retain it help us to hold on to it And uh, to help us to use what you tell us to work out the things that are going on in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So the title of today's sermon is, What's the Assignment? And last week we talked about flipping the switch. Or another way we could say that would be the laying down of our lives to Christ. So let's go to Romans 12, 1, and 12, 1 through 2, Romans 12, 1 through 2 says, I appeal to you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. So why do we need to do this? Why do we need to lay our lives down and be transformed? Why do we need to renew our mind? Because it says by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So we lay our lives down to him for a purpose because each of us was created by God for a purpose and our job, we have an overall job, but then we have our our individual assignments and our assignment is to search out God's purpose for our lives. Each of us has been given gifts. Each of us has been given a purpose. Uh, We all have, things that we do better than, than other people. And we have to search these things out with God and lay them down to lay our gifts down to him and say, Lord, show me how you want to use this gift to my betterment and to the betterment of others to make me a better person and to use my gifts and talents to reach the world for you. That's what we're supposed to be doing. But what really happens is we get wrapped up in our work and because that's where we make money, right? We make money in our work by doing work. And so we forget what God's assignment is. But what we're really supposed to do is we're supposed to take our assignment. We're supposed to bring it into our work and we're supposed to bring people through relationship to the knowledge of Christ. Even if we're not able to talk about Christ in our work, or in our jobs we can be an example and they will know that you are a child of God by the way that you behave by the words that you speak by the things that you do if you live your life in integrity in your work people will figure out that you're a Christian or they should be able to figure out that you're a Christian if they don't if they can't figure out that you're a Christian when you're at work then you're doing something wrong you have not laid down your work to jesus and said i need you to go with me there does that make sense i want i, I, I raise your hand if that makes sense ephesians 2 10 says for we are god's handiwork created in christ jesus to do good works which god prepared in advance for us to do so we're supposed to be in our work we're supposed to be doing everything that everything that we do in our jobs, in our business, in, in, in our where we're making our money, is supposed to glorify God. We're not doing it for the paycheck, we're not doing it for the money, we're doing it for the glory of God. We're doing it with the intent and purpose that He sees what we're doing. Even if others don't see it, He sees that what we're doing and we're doing it with integrity. And so we are to do good works, even though that doesn't it, it doesn't keep us in salvation we will be judged on our works so if we did good works then we will be judged on those good works if we did not do good works and people could not tell that we were a Christian we will be judged on those not good works Psalm 139 13 through 14 let's find that and it says in Psalm 139 13 through 14 for you created my innermost being You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Psalm 139 for me actually has two. When I look at it, I see two different arguments in this. So one is that God knit us together and put us together and made us wonderful, made us perfect. We may not see see that perfection, but God in His wisdom sees the perfection. He created us with our assignments already in us. We have to work these assignments out. The second way that I see Psalm 139 is this. This is the argument that is in my heart whenever people talk about abortion. Because it's to me, when you read that, it says, for you, God created my inmost being you knit me together in my mother's womb that right there tells me that if you are killing a child in utero it is murder because god created that child and i don't mean that to condemn anyone because i have i've i've lost a child i had a miscarriage and it was by my own fault that i had that miscarriage and so I don't, I don't want anybody to feel condemned because that is not what God wants. He wants you to know that He loves you and if you'll ask Him for forgiveness, if you've done, if you've had an abortion or you've, um, like me, where I caused a miscarriage by my own actions, don't live in that guilt. Go to the Father and ask Him to forgive you because you've got to live the rest of your life in His forgiveness, and in His love to walk through something like that. That is, a, that is a very difficult thing to walk through. And so, we have to understand that God loves us and He purposes us from the beginning, from our innermost parts, and we were knit together in our mother's womb. Now, the other part of this is, is that a lot of people get caught up in the, well, I'm a Christian, so do I go into ministry? No, not if that's not where God's calling you to. So for most of you, that is about 90% of people that are Christians, your assignment will not be to ministry. You will not be called to ministry. Only about 10% are called to ministry or the pulpit. The rest are going to be called to news, to media, to arts, entertainment, education, business, politics, or government, Any of those other arenas, and the reason for that is the ministry is the tithe, right? So the the Levites who were the priests of the Jews, they were only 10% of the population of the Jew of the Jewish population. So and it's the same way now. Only 10% of us will go into the ministry. I did not plan. On being a minister I did not start out that way I started out in business I started out in I was an, I was an educator for a while and then so I've gone into several mountains so I I've been in the business mountain I've been in the education mountain and now I'm in the church mountain um, and of course I'm in the family mountain because I have a family so most of us are going to be in two or more the mountains sometimes at the same time but we really what we really need to do is we need to get in to our prayer closets and we need to ask God where am I supposed to be positioned what am I supposed to be doing where is my assignment and if you know that what your assignment is that's great you've got one leg up Now, how are you going to use the assignment that God has given you? How are you going to use your business? How are you going to use your work? How are you going to use your education to glorify God, to do the things that God wants you to do? We're supposed to find out what our assignment is. And once we know what our assignment is, we're supposed to take Christ into that assignment. Okay. We're supposed to take that into our mountain. So let's look at Matthew 28 19 and Matthew 28 19 says go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and that right there that scripture where they use the word nations it is the Greek word ethne so the definitions that I was given uh, for ethne which is our English word nations has many different, uh, meanings. So it could mean nations. It can mean groups of people. It can mean flock Gentiles or a class or caste. So we are supposed to disi- make disciples of all nations. We are supposed to go out and disciple nations. So we are supposed to disciple groups of people, Gentiles. Classes, casts. Do, do you, are you getting the picture? We're supposed to disciple nations. We're supposed to take what God gives us. We're supposed to go out into our assignment and we're supposed to bring Christ with us and show people Christ in, in how we behave. This is why it is vastly important for you to be doing your job with a good work ethic and integrity. We have to bring... Christ into things and if we are not then we need to reevaluate where our heart is now let's go to first Corinthians 1 27 through 31 which says but God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong God chose what is low and despised in the world even things that are not To bring to nothing things that are so that no human being might boast in the presence of God and because of him you are in Christ Jesus who became to us wisdom from God righteous and sanctification righteousness and sanctification and redemption so that as it is written let the one who boasts boast in the Lord when the Lord gave me that scripture I was like Lord what are you what are you trying to tell me what are you trying to get me to bring out So, when I kind of broke down this scripture, 1 Corinthians 1, 27-31, I realized that he was saying, people are going to say, well, I'm not qualified to, to bring the gospel to people. I'm not trained. But here's the thing, the Lord will qualify you. He will give you everything that you need to do what you need to do with him he will give you wisdom he will give you answers to things he will give you the integrity he will put the things in you that you need to do the job that he has asked you to do and it will not be in your own power you will be doing it through Christ and because it is through Christ that we do things he gets all of the glory he he gets all of the glory he's doing it through you you are just a conduit Of Jesus to get to others we are Christ's hands and feet we are his mouth when he is with us and we are seeking his will for our lives he will come into our hearts Holy Spirit will come into our hearts if we ask Jesus to baptize us in Holy Spirit and he will tell us what we need to be telling others so it when we're in a situation and we're really not sure what to do if we'll say a quick prayer and you've been in communion with God and you say, Lord, I'm not sure how to navigate this conversation. I'm not sure how to answer this question. And you're asking Holy Spirit, He will give you the answers if you're listening and you have that relationship. So it takes time to develop that relationship and that's what we need to be doing. We need to develop a relationship to know our assignments, to go forward into the world and to do what Christ has asked us to do we are here for a purpose and many times we do things for a season so i want you to understand that if you if if you've done something for a season and your are see that season is is coming to a close the lord is going to close the door to that season and you're going to go on you're going to do something else many people do not stay in the same career all of their lives a lot of people change careers a couple of times in life they say now that people change careers every four to six years I've had at least 10 different careers over my 51 years of life even as a child we have a career as a student our jobs as children are to be good sons and daughters for our parents and to be good students in the schools but everything that we're supposed to be doing is always to his glory we can never be truly happy until we are fulfilling our god-given purpose in life god chooses us because we have made ourselves available not because we are capable he makes us capable we have to believe what the lord says about us and faithfully reject the enemy's lies because the enemy will always come in and say you're not good enough you can't do that that's not what god said are you sure that god said that maybe you made a mistake because there'll be dry seasons where you're just going to be looking around going, I, am, I in the, am I on the right path? Am I doing the right thing? And Satan will be tell, you know, asking you, are you doing the right thing? So there's always that voice that's going to come at you and try and tell you that you're not doing what God wants you to do. Ask God, ask Holy Spirit, say, Lord, what am I doing that I need to change? Am I doing the right thing? Ask him the questions that you need. That's how you find your purpose. That's how you stay on track is to keep asking, Lord, am I still doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Is there something I need to let my hands off of and then move forward in what He wants you to do? I I have two points before I close this out. And one of them is to make the decision to say, Lord, you created me for a purpose. I'm laying down what I want to do and I'm choosing to do what you want me to do. And then follow Christ if you haven't been baptized get baptized if you haven't asked Jesus to baptize you in Holy Spirit ask Jesus to baptize you in Holy Spirit make a commitment to follow Christ then the second point is make an appointment every day to spend time with God in prayer and pray out the any questions that you have pray over the people that you love and then spend time listening, at least five minutes. Just spend five minutes and say, Lord, what do you say about this? He will answer you. May You may not hear it right away, but if you'll continue to make that a practice of, I'm going to listen to see what you have to say to me, Lord, He will come and speak to you. Get the Version Bible app i can't stress this enough you can listen to the bible every day there's a few different ones that that you they have the audio bible on the app and you can listen and if it's only for 10 minutes in the car daily do it set an appointment time to meet with god and stick to your appointment ask him what your purpose is and then walk it out and ask him to walk with you in it i hope this helps you i hope that that you all got some 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 meat from this this today, this word, and um, let's close it out in prayer. Lord, I pray for each person here. I pray and those that are that are listening. This is the second recording that we've done, and uh, for the podcast. And I and I just I thank you, Lord, that for for this technology. I pray, Lord God, that each person that has heard this that they would learn what their purpose is in you. Lord, bless them with your purpose. Speak to them. They are seekers, and, and, and you are looking for seekers. I ask, Lord, that you would lead them through good times and bad to fulfill the assignment that you gave them. And if there are anyone that is here or that is listening that are struggling to know you or your purpose for them, speak to them now. Lord, I pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.